we think we just love the people who are good to us or love the people who we love or like. But he's like, no, even your enemy. And that could be whatever you perceive to be your enemy. But he's going that extreme because sometimes we put people in the enemy category when really it's just they have a difference of opinion and you guys need to work that through. Or really there's a character flaw within us that they're triggering yes. and we don't like that yes. that feels uncomfortable. Your points of your points of growth are hitting each other. Yes. And you're like, they're just so difficult. It's like, no, you just need to be more patient. Today on the Messy Faith Podcast. Hello, 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 hey. ladies. It's Emily. And Satricia. And this is the Messy Faith Podcast because life is messy. But God already paid the maid. Yes, he did. Amen. And I hope that you guys are having a great drive, doing laundry, dishes, whatever you're doing while you're listening or watching us. We just want to say um, we love you. And we have a pretty good discussion for you today. We do. Hopefully full of good tension points. And yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Some people like to see us argue. Oh, okay. That's know. good. Then. <laughs> That's life though, right? That is life. That's reality. Yeah. It's health. It's showing how you can disagree and still be healthy. Exactly. <laughs> still be friends, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Healthy friends. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think they say that, uh, like it's not good to surround yourself with yes men, right? You actually grow in intelligence and actually solidify your own beliefs and values by being around people that are not like you. Yes. Not saying your best friends should be completely opposite from you. Mm -hmm. Not, not saying that, but just have a healthy set of dissenting or differing opinions and cultures and ways of life, man. Yeah. yeah. That's how we learn and we grow. Yeah. Cause if we only hang out with people who are like us, then they have the same experiences and it keeps the same mindset. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. wh- what's the tea today? What are we, uh, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Difficult people. Oh my goodness. Difficult people. So pretty much this is just a podcast about you today. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. <laughs> just Josh and you. Okay. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, though, we're talking about difficult people. Yes. Okay. All right. Kick us off. So what is a difficult person? Right? Uh, that's a good question. Um, for me... <laughs> I don't know. Like you guys, don't start naming people. I know. That's what I'm like. How do I do so? I'm not naming people. No, no, no. Um, okay. Before we, before, I think a healthy way to start this conversation before we talk about difficult people mm-hmm. is just to have a clear understanding that on a list of difficult people in your life, you're on the list of somebody else's yeah. list of difficult people. You get people. on somebody's nerves. Yeah, yeah. So let's have this conversation in humility, understanding that we, for somebody else, yes. are a difficult person. Yes, for sure, for sure. <laughs> so on 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 that note. I think a difficult person is just somebody who just, I want to say, like, doesn't agree with me or doesn't want uh, what I want. But I think, no, that's that's a shallow definition of a def- of a difficult person. Yeah, I think a difficult person is somebody that clearly is expressing expressing inward issues outwardly towards you. Mm-hmm. And you might not have done anything to it. And like those people, when you walk in the room, you say something and then like they kill all the synergy or all the joy in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I can't really explain it very well. How about you? You I try and say, explain it. Yeah, I would say a difficult person, like what I view a difficult person is someone unwilling to try to understand. So they're just stuck in their opinion or their way and they're not trying to like understand where another person's coming from yeah. or why a person does a thing or hear a different viewpoint. They're just like stuck and it doesn't matter what you say. There's no like wiggle room. 
Yeah. There's there's nothing. They're hard to work with. It's just this is what it is, and that's all. It's like, okay, well, do you want to hear another opinion? That's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. <laughs> yeah, that or someone who's just like argumentative, like purposely without without the purpose of understanding. Gotcha. Because not just someone who's going back and forth with you, but someone who's just like, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything. Yeah. You're like, okay, bro, look. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's true. So uh, I'm just going to read off um, because as we can tell, it was hard for me to describe what a difficult person is, right? Because mm-hmm. there's a difference between somebody being difficult in that moment and then a difficult person. Yes. Yeah. So I'm just going to throw out uh, like the top 10 thing traits that you're going to find in a difficult person, which I'm sure that you have a list of people. Uh-huh. Um, stubbornness, which is totally what you were talking about, yeah. but just unwillingness to like view anything outside of their own point of view negativity oh. that's kind of what i was talking about yes. like killjoys <laughs> aggressiveness mm-hmm. um co- like the confrontational behavior that's what you were talking about yeah um, manipulative behavior yes Ooh, that's like a subtle that's a subtle difficult person yeah. yes it's like you go in trying to do something and then you came out like what just happened? What just happened? Wait, what just happened? This yeah. wasn't my plan going in. Yeah, now like, I'm the bad guy. Why? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, lack of empathy. Mm-hmm. Uh, poor communication school skills. Yeah. Oh, that one's interesting. Unpredictability. Okay. Now this one makes my eyebrow raise because as is that me? Unpredictability. No. No. Not at all. Okay, because I'm like spontaneous. No, like, that's different. Okay. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> You're like, no, that's not you. Not at all. <laughs> um, passive aggressiveness. Oh, snap. I mm. think I don't shy away from confrontation at all. So I'm never passive about anything. I'm like live uh, aggressiveness. Anyway, resistance to change. Again, what you were talking about. And then victim mentality. That's what? the one that gets on my nerves the most. Okay, exp- well, unpack that most. one for me real quick. We'll just start with we'll just start with that one before it's, I go into our main question. It's a person that in every scenario and situation, they are the victim. And it could be, you could be saying... You know, when you said this, you hurt my feelings. And then their response is, well, now you're not creating a safe space for me to be myself and express myself to you because you're going to be hurt by everything that I say. So now I don't feel welcome here. And now I don't. And you're like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. So it's like flipping everything for them to be the victim. And no matter what you say or do, do, if you're not agreeing with them, then somehow they're the victim in, in the situation. Okay, that would be annoying. Very, very, very. There's a lot of people. One time. <laughs> Stories are flowing already, people. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Every one of these, I'm like, ooh. But I was like, Lord, give me humility. Yes, yes. Remember <laughs> our place. Humility, yeah. I'm on, I'm on their list. I'm on her list. Yes, okay. yeah. Because even like when talking about this, I'm going to be real. Yeah. I was like, I don't think I'm a difficult person or difficult to anybody. I really did. I, if I'm being real, I thought that I have struggles, but that's not one of them. Right. Gotcha. And it, but it's only because one of my struggles that I'm working on is speaking up is like healthy confrontation, because a lot of times I would just take stuff instead of like because I wanted to for the sake of peace. But the Lord had to show me that. I'm not giving the other person the opportunity to grow if I'm just taking all this, taking all this, because he's put ideas and different things inside of me that could help if I if I confront certain issues or certain things. But yeah. if I'm always just being either a yes man or if I'm always just trying to keep the peace and keep everybody happy, then I'm then I'm not allowing conflict to happen naturally, which 
in conflict, that's how we grow. We grow through tension, you know? Yeah. And so that that's more my issue than it is being difficult. Sometimes I'm just too chill or too go with the flow. And God's like, no, like, you know that that's not Stand the way to go. Yourself. Like, yeah, yeah say, say something. something. And so, and when it comes to other people, I'll say something like, I defend other people. I'll go to bat for somebody yeah. else. That devil's advocate. Yeah. Or standing up for somebody. Yeah. Spirit of justice. Spirit, yes. But when it comes to myself, I'm more like, I can let that go. It's not that big of a deal. But it's like, no, it is a big deal. Yeah. Like, you should say something. So <laughs> it's not, even though like the difficult part, I don't think, I can think of one person that it may be difficult to. I'm, I might be difficult to. But, <laughs> Who's but that? In, <laughs> well, I can think of two. <laughs> Probably... I don't want to say. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Because then I have to explain why and then the why. Yeah, yeah. But maybe because there's certain... We'll pull you back slowly. Yeah, I think because certain boundaries that I've set, so it's not as easy to manipulate me as maybe it was in the past. And so okay. to them, that might be difficult. You're like, growing stronger. I'm trying. You're like, they're like, the wind blows different on this reed now. Yes, I got to figure out a new strategy, strategy <laughs> to get her. <laughs> Can't get me. <laughs> got to be quicker. <laughs> okay, so um, where I want to start this conversation off is what makes a difficult person difficult? Like, um, like pe- I don't think people are just inherently difficult. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? okay i'll stop no no i agree i agree i mean i don't think anybody never mind sometimes they do want to be difficult but Mm -hmm. but i'm saying what person doesn't want to be loved and received and have healthy attention and have healthy relationships right but there's an obstacle in the way there is a story Mm -hmm. woven in their life that is has created a certain way that they've perceived the world yeah and so all their outward expressions are going through that filter whether it's a distorted view of reality um which we all have a distorted view right Mm -hmm. because your reality is just based on how you perceive uh the environment and the situations and and situations you've been in yeah um so what is at the root like when i see a difficult person i'm like what happened in their life yes or what's going on to make them it's like seeing beyond their their actions Mm -hmm. and looking for the deeper yeah. And that that's that is exactly what the Holy Spirit has used to help me to because in just what I do um, and I think who I am, God has allowed me the opportunity to be in the presence of a lot of difficult people. Um, <laughs> that is such a beautiful, nice, <laughs> genuine way to say that. But I think it's just because um, difficult people are usually hurting. And so. For, for one, it might be they never felt heard or seen. And so their way of being heard and seen is being difficult, is being argumentative, is mm-hmm. getting, you know, like the only way they can get attention from a person is if they engage in some kind of argument or back and forth. Yeah. And so maybe their desire is really just attention, but they don't realize that, you know, they're being yeah. difficult to get it. So, yeah. um, and then people would like trauma, like stuff that yeah. we go through. Big sometimes. T trauma. Yeah. And it's, I think a lot of it is generational too, because mm. sometimes you see your parents handle something a certain way. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, it's like trickle down, trickle down. Yep. And it could be difficult behavior, like just negative about everything. Like everything is a complaint. Like, oh, look, look, they're driving like this. Oh, they this. Oh, when really you should have left earlier. So you're not in a rush. <laughs> and then it wouldn't bother you that they're driving slow because they're driving the speed limit. Oh, or, that's true. you know, so I think it's generational things too, like certain characteristics of being difficult can be something that is picked up from like just that's just how the family does it 
and just complain about everything or argue about everything or, you know, like can't yeah. be told anything. For and, sure. And so I think that's a way. And I think some sometimes it's protection. They want to protect themselves. You know, like maybe like in the past, and this is something that I had, to, I went through when in the past, um, because of my wanting to have peace mm-hmm. um, and not wanting to be argumentative, um, I, I would let a lot of stuff go and I would just deal with certain things. And so when I recognized that that's not what I should be doing, I went the opposite and it was just like, okay, you can't, nobody can tell me nothing. And this is how I feel because I was trying to protect like what I thought was like, you know, like not being manipulated, not being manipulated or not being misused or not being mistreated. Like, so it was just this like, no, no, I don't want to hear nothing because you know what I mean? Like my opinion matters. And it's like, okay, it does, but you're not being manipulated right now. So back down and hear the other side. And you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's something that I, I was like fighting to be heard. It was like you were overcorrecting almost. Yes, for sure. And so then the Lord had to be like, "Hey, not that far. Like <laughs> you're going both Come back extremes. a little bit. Yeah, like, Don't you love that about bring him? It back in. Yeah, like you have freedom to make all these ridiculous mistakes, but he's he's so willing and gentle and loving to be like, um. Come back here. Yeah. You know, I, I love that. I, I require that a lot of that. So. Me too. <laughs> He's like, mm, too far. Yeah. Like, I see where yeah. you're going. Too so far. Are, are you one of those people that is like, uh, I call them like uh, the fence walkers, meaning like in every situation um, you go and you seek out the boundaries, hmm. you know, and so I just see boundaries as fences. So I'm like, I'm like a fence walker. I, I, I just got to find it so that I know where it is so that I can like, um, I don't know, like what is the computer term for that? Um, borderline or I don't know. If that's don't the say computer that. Term, <laughs> no, I do not have borderline personality. No, no. No, <laughs> um, no, that, no, 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 no. Um, it's not buffering. It's like, you, you know, you're getting your, your feet. Hmm. Like you're getting, uh, you're assessing. I don't know what it is. Just we'll, seeing we'll, the boundaries basically. We'll, we'll right? figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, um, Yeah. We'll, you want to we'll go to the on. edge. You see the boundary and you're like, hmm, let me go to the edge. And then you turn around and you can see everything. Huh? I think a part of me is that I don't go to the edge. I want to know where the edge is so I can, you know, I don't want to fall over. So I, I want to know where it's at. So I don't go too close to it. I think that's more my personality. I want to okay. know where the edge is and I'm not going to get too close to it because I don't want to trip on accident. <laughs> trip on accident and uh-huh. go over the edge and fall off yeah so i'm always like okay there you get the- so mad you're like i feel i feel i feel the fence i feel the edge then you start yelling you're like crap i just tripped uh, hey so next time i see you yelling back say trisia you just tripped you just tripped i'm like fence <laughs> yep so that's just i think i that's like a new hashtag guys when you like go too far doing something just be like hashtag fence fence <laughs> Bam! Oh, that one was a post. Post. <laughs> now you got a big knot. Yep. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm more of a safe. I'm I'm a I'm not safe like in this extreme, but I'm like I see it, and I don't want to fall. So I'm gonna be right here. Yeah. Well, I think it's I think it's healthy to. Um, now I'm like trying to defend that I'm a fence walker. <laughs> no, I, it's just difference. It's it's not. It's just differences. There's things that you can see over there by the fence that I can't see. Yeah. 
more difficult people <laughs> maybe and there's things over here that i think i can see that maybe because of the broader view you know yeah so I think well I'm up on the fence post man I can I can I can you're see, up I got on an aerial view you're not even at the fence you're up on I'm on the fence <laughs> that's hilarious it's more comfortable right on the fence that's funny <laughs> just kidding <laughs> that's hilarious just different di- different personalities okay so so I feel that okay let me ask you this is there a difference between difficult people because we know that the Bible, the underlying thing is what we're supposed to love everybody. Yeah. Right. And one of our verses for today, where is it at? Um, right, Matthew. Matthew 5, uh, 44, it says, but, uh, but I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. That's straight from the mouth of Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, Sermon on the Mount, Beatitudes, you know, that's, yeah. that's straight from there. So, so that we know that love is supposed to encompass everything we do. Yeah. But we were... And we're all a part of one body, different parts, you know, I might be the toenail, hopefully not the hangnail, but <laughs> that one might come off. So maybe I'm not the hangnail. Nobody's a hangnail. Yeah. Somebody's you know? a butt cheek though. <laughs> Somebody's a butt cheek. Yeah. I'm feeling like a butt cheek today. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, no, we're supposed to love all parts and all. Exactly. So is there a difference between, oh, the reason for me saying that everybody was different is because meaning our personalities are yeah. different. And I just think that some personalities don't get along with other personalities well. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes like opposites attract. So like yeah. me and Matt, where we have similar interests and uh, identical, well, mostly identical values. Mm-hmm. Um, but our personalities are completely different and that complements. Yeah. But where I find I get into conflict with people is when we're extremely similar. Like mm. my, one of my daughters were like the same person. Like, mm. you know, she's, you know, got the Lord blessed her with a combination of me and Matt looks wise. So she's, nice. she's a hot mama, mm-hmm. but, um, but we're so alike and other people can be like, Emily, you guys are literally the same. So we'll just be, not catty towards each other, but we'll like be arguing or doing the same thing to each other because we're the same personality type. Yeah. And so I'm wondering, is there a difference between people that you don't get along with and difficult people? Or, um, like people you don't get along with are not difficult people. So like, do you think that or, or do you think people you don't get along with are difficult people? Yeah, I think it would feel like difficult, you know, because it's like, why won't they just do this? So you don't, you because you don't get along for a reason, you yeah, know? Yeah. But, um... I think it, there's differences too. Yeah, I I can see the difference, but I think we would still put them in the category of difficult, of difficult people. Yeah, because it's difficult for you. May they might not be difficult for other people, but it might be difficult for you. It, okay, I dig that. Okay, so then let's go. Let's let's just state this for the fact that when it comes to difficult people, based on the list of things that you've experienced and that we listed out, mm-hmm. um, obviously we have to recognize that people have things that you don't know. Mm-hmm. have happened to them yeah like even family or cousins like let's say you grew up every summer seeing your cousin well <laughs> there's like it's nine months year. out of the year you yeah. don't see yeah. experience of this person has had away from you yeah that are in, inherently interpreting and coming out when she does see you yeah. and we don't, we're not privy to that and even if it's someone that's in your life all the time you still don't know what they're experiencing and they could experience the same thing as you but receive it in a different way or it affect them differently totally so totally I think that's uh, to the point of like, love your enemies. Like it's hard because it's like, is this difficult person my enemy or is this difficult person hurting? But I think the reason why it's put that way is because like you said, we don't know what all they've experienced or what they're going through. That's making them 
respond or act in the way that they are. And at the moment, it feels like they're enemy because they're coming against whether it's your peace or whether it's your opinion or whether it's like unity or whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish that they're being difficult in. It feels like an enemy because they're in opposition to whatever it is whatever yeah. the goal is or whatever the Their thought is momentary enemies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Maybe it might be smart for us to like, like kind of break down a little bit, like, cause that's pretty outlandish. Like love your enemies. Well, I think the reason it's he- like with the, the, everybody always says, you know, cause the Bible says, you know, love the Lord God with all your heart, mind, mm-hmm. soul and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. This is the greatest. Yeah. But if you do that, everything else is kosher. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I think- um, so they, everybody always says, who's my neighbor? Mm-hmm. like who's my neighbor you know is it like my neighbor or like my neighbor my literal neighbor? like they need the the word neighbor defined so that yeah. they feel like they can check a box oh, but i guess knowledge is good it's good to know who your neighbor is mm-hmm. and it, it's it's like in reverse here who's my enemy yeah i think it's just anyone or any spirit or anything that is in opposition to like whatever truth or like peace or you know what I mean? Yeah. Like opinion or I think it's who, whatever is opposing what you're trying to get done or what you're trying to say or how you feel or you know what I mean? Exactly. All those categories. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's multifaceted. Yeah. And what's crazy is that love covers all of it. Yeah. So even though like because love is multifaceted, too, but mm-hmm. he gives it to us unconditionally. Yeah. So um, like quick, you ha- yeah, quick yeah, funny story. Go for it. Because I got always share. time for a funny story. Well, I remember I was um. I was in, in a prayer meeting and then we were praying like for our enemies and stuff like that. And I remember I was like, I don't have any enemies. Like I, I really was like, I don't have any enemies. Like, and then eventually of course I was like, Oh, like one, there's an enemy, literally the devil, you know, that's after wants to kill, steal and destroy in my life. So that's literally an enemy. Yeah. But like, even like small, like we said, like the small little, like little enemies, like, you know, things are trying to steal my peace or my joy or people who are, you know, contributing to that. But I really was like, I don't know if I can pray this prayer because I don't have any enemies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was so green. That's <laughs> Everything's great. I don't have any enemies. Like I'm thinking like someone out to get you, you know, yeah. like no one's out to get me. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Like it's, it's deeper than that. It's not like yeah. someone who you're actively fighting in there. They got a rifle yeah. outside of you, you know? <laughs> totally. Well, it's deeper and so it's like all, it's shallow and deep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's layered. Yeah. Like yeah. an onion. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's your favorite, huh? It like, is. Like... <laughs> I do because most everything, everything is so complex. It is for real. Even though it's super simple. Like yeah. we're, we make everything complex and we are complex. Yeah. But his love is super simple and at every layer of complexity, but we're like, but this, blah, 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 blah. but mm-hmm. then, but then God, throws out a promise at you yeah. or you see a characteristic of him. So it's like, no matter what excuse you come up for being mad at him or disliking somebody else or just even gossiping or just whatever it is, whatever's inciting some sort of, you know, outside of love reaction. Mm-hmm. He, he has a, he has a comeback for, yeah you know? And I think even with this, when he's saying love your enemies, cause that sounds like what love my enemies. Yeah, that's so extreme. Yeah. I think sometimes he goes, I don't want to say dramatic because that sounds negative, but I think sometimes he go, he paints the picture so like big or like way over there so that we have no excuse. Like when he says, how many times do I forgive? You know, 70 70 times seven and nobody really, you don't have to forgive somebody that many times in one day. Like realistically, I don't even think there's an opportunity for that, but he, he's making the point of like, 
even your enemy. Like, so we think we just love the people who are good to us or love the people who we love or like, but he's like, no, even your enemy. And that could be whatever you perceive to be your enemy, but he's going that extreme because sometimes we put people in the enemy category when really it's just, they have a difference of opinion and you guys need to work that through. Or really there's a character flaw within us that they're triggering and we don't like that that feels uncomfortable. Your points of, your points of growth are hitting each other. Yes. And you're like, they're just so difficult. It's like, no, you just need to be more patient. Yeah. Like, Oh dang. Okay. Like I want you to do it like this, but no, I have to be patient to explain it to you because maybe you don't get it. And that's, that's one thing that the Lord has. A verse my dad would always throw out at us kids all us 14 children running around. Um, I think it's 14. I don't know. So many, I lost track. Anyway, (laughs) um, is that, you know, take the beam out of your own eye before you try and take the speck out of somebody else's. Yes. Uh, And I think that's, I think that's a little biblical principle about how you deal with difficult people Mm -hmm. is that when you are presented with some difficult behavior, um, that's coming at you, so in that moment, they're becoming your enemy because they're opposition with the, either the peace in the room or or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then you say, what speck is in their eye that's causing them to do this? Yes. But but realizing that, that you're holding on to some stuff as well. Yes, because if it says to love your neighbors, right? Mm-hmm. And love is patient. Love is kind. And in another translation, it says love is love is uh Love is long suffering and is still kind. I know. When I read that, I was like, dang, okay, sometimes it's like suffering in a good mood. Yeah, like (laughs) you you suffer in a good mood. Really? Because sometimes we can long suffer with people, but we got an attitude. We're slamming stuff down. We're this, like, I'm just putting up with this. Like, no, but you're supposed to still be kind. You're just, you're still supposed to. This is one thing that, ooh, God, the Holy Spirit got me. Oh, she's getting riled up now. He got me. Because I was I was doing that. I was like, Lord, I'm being long suffering. I'm doing this. But he was just like, but you're just tolerating the person. Oh, yes. And you're supposed to see them how I see them. And oh, when I look at them, preach. I see them as the healed version of them. When I look at them, I look at them with compassion. When I look at them, I look at them with with joy and, you know, like good things. Like I'm not looking at them like, look at you over there struggling, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes we can do that. And it's almost like a form of self-righteousness, too, because we're thinking, Oh, you're over there suffering with that and it's inconveniencing me. Like, because, <laughs> because Get you over have it. trauma. Get over and it. You're triggered by this. It's inconveniencing me. No, Oof, we're supposed to be that's patient. Real. Yeah. We, we are not compassionate enough to walk with people through their difficultness, whether it's they're acting out and they're argumentative or they're negative. And it's like, why are they negative? They're negative because they're hurting. They're negative because they haven't healed yet. So if I look at them through the eyes of compassion and when I see you being negative or even nasty or mean to me or whatever you're doing that feels like an attack against me, if I look at you with compassion, I will look at you like, oh, like you're hurting. Like, although this feels like it's toward me, it's not to me. It's not about me. Cause sometimes we could be so, we could be so selfish and it's oh, all about sure. us and our comfort. And we're like, how dare they get over in my lane when I'm like, yeah, but what if they're rushing to the hospital to take, to get their child there or to take their wife cause she's in labor or, you know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. it's all about us in our world that we don't stop to have a moment to say, what is this person going through that's causing them to, to act like this or behave like this or to do whatever action that's inconveniencing or hurting or even offending because it could be hurtful and offend- offensive, but what are they? Why are they doing this? Because happy people aren't just stabbing other people. 
happy people aren't like, yay, staff. Yay, punch. Yay, <laughs> If you do, you need to go get diagnosed. <laughs> Lock, <laughs> They're not like singing and jolly. It's usually angry people. So if we if we would see people from the lens or people we perceive to be difficult, if we would if we would see people that we perceive to be difficult through the lens of compassion, it would help us not to be as offended. It would help us to grow more in our character. Yeah. And it would help us to be more like Jesus. It's almost like if we can somehow and I guess this is like tip number one to dealing with difficult people mm-hmm. is um, quickly reminding yourself I know it's a little gospel lesson. I don't mean to get all preacher on you, but didn't doesn't the Bible say that we were all enemies at one point? Yeah, and He still loved us. Yeah, and then you know, yeah, and then we receive Him, and ah, oh, now we're adopted into His family, grafted into His tree. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Now we're His child. We were us, and we're friends. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and so, um, but also too in this, let's hit on this before we give all the things, um. And this is something I think I mentioned it a little bit, but having compassion for a person does not mean oh, yeah. that we don't yeah. have boundaries. Oh, for sure. Yes, so yes, yes. You're yes, not yes. just tolerating and just Toxic taking it. Toxic people. Like, I'm just seeing. I'm seeing you through the eyes of Jesus, and they're socking you in the head. And you can you, know, st- you can still do that safely behind the fence. Yes, literally. safely sitting on the fence, <laughs> sitting on the, <laughs> on the yeah. side or on top, either one. Just exactly safely. But yeah, no, it's still, we still have to have boundaries in our life with people who, you know, are in their healing process. And we still have to still speak up and say what God is putting on our heart to say. Because if anything at all. Yeah, if anything at all. But make sure it's God because sometimes we just want to say something. Yeah, sometimes it's just your emotions. Be quiet. Masked as (laughs) G-O-D. Yes, yeah. So that's, that's a part of it too is like, as we're seeing them through the eyes of compassion, we need to check ourselves and say, why does this bother me? Why does this feel difficult? Yes. Because then that's an opportunity for the the Holy Spirit to examine our heart and show us how we can grow. And if it if they're just difficult because they're difficult and it's hard, you know, he'll show you that mm-hmm. and he'll give you the patience to, you know, endure or give you the words to say or not to say. He'll tell you to close your mouth. You know? Yeah. Um, but what is that? Even a fool is thought wise when he keeps his mouth shut. Yes. That's, I say that one to my kids all the time. <laughs> That is one that I've lived by for so long. I was like, if I'm just quiet, then, you know. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. that's one that I, I read that and I was like, hmm, let me not talk as much. Praise <laughs> God. And you do come off as very wise. Oh, praise God. Even, come off? Or yeah. am I? Am I? No, no, no. No, no, just, no, no. You are. You are. I'm but like joking. before before we I even got close to you and the only time I really interaction I had from you was either when you were on stage doing doing a talk or um, watching you just talk to other people. And so I didn't like know you yet. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you were up there blabbing. Even like during, during um, our church has this thing called table talks where we don't have one preacher just, you know, doing a lecture at you. We actually have, you know, three people having a discussion and the audience is included. Um, and so even like on stage, you would give space for people to say something. You could see you hmm. like looking and thinking and actively listening to them while you're in speaker mode and then you respond to it because it's a live conversation yes yeah. and so i was just like dang but then once i got to know you i was like oh my goodness this girl is full of wisdom oh you know what i'm you. saying so i appreciate that so that it really something. did come off praise you know? god i think i i think it adds value to your words the less you say look at you because the because when you <laughs> you see me i see you okay Sorry. you know it's because it's not you're not being a jerk or arrogant it's the your words have meaning and so when you say something, you really mean it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think 
a lot of us, including myself, should practice that more often. Hmm. Praise <laughs> God. That I appreciate you for saying that because it's something that I've I put a va- a high value on it because I think I was in a lot of situations where people talked a lot. Um, and so that affected me to where I was like, I don't want to be one of those people that are, that, that's always talking. Um, I'd rather be a person that's listening so that I can hear yeah. like what it is a person really needs. Because yeah. sometimes you can tell someone something and they're just blah, 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 blah. And they didn't really hear you. They didn't oh, really yeah. hear. But if you listen more, then you can really get to the bottom of like what's really going on. So that's something that I try my hardest. And I'm learning to balance it out because sometimes, like I said before, I I won't say anything at all. Yeah. And God's like, I'm telling you to say something like you have to like speak up a little bit. I was like, should I tell this situation? But it might be a little personal. But yeah, I'll just say that. So God is showing me that because one thing like people that I... um mentor they'll say like oh you just create stuff such a safe place that's not judgmental and you you know I feel heard and you know all these things but then the Lord had to make sure like he's like make sure though that you're you're telling them what's true too like you can't just be so like safe space give them a a like iron is supposed to sharpen iron so if you just create a space where they're venting everything yeah and then leaving it at that yeah. Ain't nothing happened. Yeah. And you can encourage like, cause I would encourage, but he's like, encourage, but also bring some correction Yeah, because, and that's such a hard that place Paul for says, like you know, in truth and love. Yeah. So you got to give the truth, but you have to do it in, in, love. in love, which means respect and, and in a way that they're going to hear you. Yeah. So it's like, you have to, you have to look at the difficult people. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of take a minute to learn them, Yeah, which in a sense is loving them because you're giving them space in your brain and you're trying to understand them. So, you know, not putting any labels, try not to put any labels on them, yes. understanding that they've been hurt and then observing how they hear yes. and then responding to them in love um, with whatever you're going to say, whether yeah. it's correcting or it's just diffusing the situation or changing the subject or cracking a joke. Yeah, I tend towards cracking a joke. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Um, but just doing that act, I think, is loving your enemy. That is, you know, because mm-hmm. you're caring enough about them to care about how your response is going to affect them. Yes, that's so real. Yeah, but it takes self control oh, and it oh. takes patience. Yes, Ooh, it takes I think it's a, a lot skill. Of... I think it's a skill. It is. You know? Yeah, yeah. But praise God, he he's chiseling us and growing us in the areas that. We don't, that feel awkward and uncomfortable. Okay. So how about this? We've talked about all these difficult people mm-hmm. and we know that you're not a difficult person, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I know I'm a difficult person. Mm. Um, I think, I don't know. Okay. So let's talk about being self-aware for the times that you could be the difficult person in somebody else's life. Mm-hmm. Like, are you self-aware of that at all? Like when you're being difficult mm-hmm. or you're acting in aggression or you're trying to get your way and manipulating or there's this one area of your life that you're just always manipulating it in or whatever. What, like, let's talk about that. Let's talk about how to not be a difficult person or if you are, how to change. I think it's one being honest with ourselves. Sometimes we'd be like, no, it's everybody else. It's not me. But I think being honest. um, And of course this isn't my area of struggle, but I'm not perfect. So (laughs) But I'm not perfect. So, yeah. of course, th- you know, I have difficult moments. So, but <clears throat> one thing that's important to me, sorry, excuse me. One thing is important to me is after, like, whenever I have some tension with somebody, I'm always like, 
Holy Spirit, like, is there some way that I could have improved? Like, I don't leave it. I try not to leave it and just be like, they're just so difficult, God, and blah, 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 blah. And you're going to God and you're like them and them, them. Yeah. <clears throat> I try to say, God, if I'm wrong, please show me. Like, if my viewpoint on this situation is wrong, please show me. I don't have to be right, but I want to I be right with you, but I don't have to be right in the situation. Yeah. So I think it's asking the Lord to, like, show us, like, am I wrong in this? Like, is there an, is this triggering an area in me that needs to grow? Like, Lord, why am I so offended by this? I think asking questions about why it's hurting or why it's difficult or, or why, why, it's, why it's eliciting such a visceral response. Yeah. In me versus yeah. why did they do that? Because most times when you go to God, he's going to show you your side because you can't control anyone else. For sure. You can't control whether they want to grow, whether they don't. Where You're they... not in control of their growth journey. He is. The yeah. spirit is. Literally. Yeah. So all you can do is work on you. And as you work on you, then prayerfully, you'll show enough God that it provokes the other person to say, wow, like they responded differently. Like I see something yeah. different. It, it will cause them to check themselves. But if you're like right there in the mud with them, you're getting dirty and everybody's going to be blaming it on another person. Like I'm dirty because they put me in the mud. I'm dirty because they put me in the mud. But if we... You made me jump. <laughs> yes, but it takes... I always tell my children, it takes two people to argue. It takes two. And they're like, and he did this and I said, so I said this. But all you can control is yourself. And so just going, being honest, like that's hard. The Lord. That sounds like hard work. It is. That but that's like, a, I'm like getting exhausted talking about it. Yeah. But that's anything that's worth something good is hard work. Yep. And if we say we want to be like Jesus or love like Jesus, we have to do the hard work. And that's the hard work. But without the pressure, because it doesn't mean that you, he doesn't love you if you don't do the hard oh, work. For sure. Or for does sure. it mean like we want to make sure we clarify that too, because sometimes it can feel like it's so much. I'm not perfect. Yeah. You know? But we have to show ourselves grace too. Like, okay, I'm struggling with patience. If I know this about myself, I'm not going to beat myself up over this the head. This is why it's every important time. for people to know that they are a beautiful creation. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to see in the other episode. Uh, yep. But yeah, but if, that's why that's the foundational yeah, nucleus that's the foundation. to purpose. Yeah, that's why you, it's the foundation for everything, yeah. you know? But once you know you're loved and once you know that you're forgiven, like once that's settled inside of you, then you can navigate it. You can navigate like, Lord, show me the ugly sides of me because you know that this ugly side doesn't disqualify me. Yeah. You know that this ugly side is just... It's just the ugly thing that he's willing to help us hold our hand and walk us through. Yes, you know? yes, yes. And I was going to say, um, like, <clears throat> we can't escape difficult people whatsoever. I think God in his, div you know, I think he calls people to places like what we think, oh, I just bought a house here because, you know, this was the only place open. Like all those things that we just think are whatever are actually, you know. I, I think that they, they have, they have, you know, threads of God's handiwork in there. For sure. And so one thing we can't control is the people that are in either our church community mm -hmm. or in our community. So we literally have no control over the amount of difficult people, mm -hmm. um, or just who we're dealing with. And so the best thing that, that we can do is to work on, one being like Jesus so that when we we know that we're going to come into contact with difficult people yeah. we know that we are but what I'm trying to say is don't run from them don't just yeah. label them as toxic mm -hmm. now obviously there are people that are toxic so I'm not this isn't like a, a staple thing but I'm just saying in the broader and if the Lord told you to get rid of them then get rid of them exactly but, yeah. in in the broader sense um I don't even know what I'm saying you need to learn to deal with 
difficult people because maybe that, that, di- that di- yeah, don't run, mm-hmm. don't run because this is, this is your 25 mile at, 25 mile radius of influence yeah these are the supermarkets that you go to these are the malls that you go to Mm -hmm. this is the church that you go to yeah like you can't escape those difficult people so your only other option is to love them and sometimes so that it doesn't ruin your experience for sure yeah for sure but it says count it all joy when you encounter like troubles or trials you know and i think it's the same with difficult people like let's count. I know it's not fun, but let's count it all joy. Like, wow, this is an opportunity for me to, <laughs> to for me mm. to display selflessness. Or this is an opportunity for me to display patience. This is an opportunity for me to grow in long suffering. This, if we start trying to view it like that, it does help. Like perspective helps, you know. Yeah. And there's some people specifically that I know I'm called in their life, and I have to think like that because they're, they're difficult. They're people. very. They're and very. I, I'm difficult. like. Well, thank you, God. You're helping me me to look like you're helping me to look more like you. You're helping me. You're using me to because one day I was complaining to God. I was like, Lord, like, why do you keep giving me these difficult people? And he's like, because you have my heart. And I was like, whoa, snap. Like, that's the greatest compliment. It don't feel good. Yeah. (laughs) But that's like a huge compliment. So I started looking at it like, okay, when this person that God's brought, I'm not going to look for difficult people. But when these people come that he's bringing into my life. I have to look at it from that. He He's trusting me with this person. He sees this person hurting and he's trusting me because he knows that I'm not going to injure them any further. He knows that I'm going to view them with the eyes of compassion. So if he's trusting you with that, he's giving you that responsibility. Look at it as an honor. And that helps us to like kind of deal with difficult people. That's crazy. So like he sends them to you, they get some healing and some growth and then they're less difficult. And then let's say then they move to my community and then I... <laughs> I'm just saying it like that's the process yeah. that we're all in and we don't even realize yeah. it um, is that now me and that person are growing and becoming less difficult ourselves, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I don't know. There's this, there's another verse. It's uh, Colossians 3.13. It says, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you have grievances against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. That right Ooh. there, forgive as the Lord forgave you. Yes. Just, just because I, I... I come from a stance, uh, an unhealthy stance of not being good enough. Um, and so for me, I find it easy to be quick to forgive because I know that I was forgiven for a lot, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so like we got to walk in that. Yeah, you know? for sure. We all are going to encounter difficult situations and difficult people in life. That's just, that's, it's a guaranteed Yes, And so as long as we are trying to um, view people through the lens of compassion um, and see ways or areas that we can grow and we're asking the Holy Spirit questions like, why does this offend me? Why does this hurt me? Or even asking instead of a- accusing the other person, because the Bible says that Satan is the accuser of the brother, instead of accusing them, they're just difficult. They're just argumentative. Instead of accusing them, say, Lord, why does, why, I feel like they're being argumentative. Is there a reason why? Because then he might reveal something to you about that person, which would help you have compassion or help you to, to learn how to deal with them. Even asking the Lord, how do I deal with this person? Like, I feel like every time I come to them with something, it's an argument. My heart is not to argue. So is there something in me, Lord, or is there, or is a way, is there a way that I can better approach them so that I can get the outcome that's, 
that's um, that I'm for desiring. sure for sure so one I guess an, another tip would be and this is just the one that I personally use mm-hmm. um, and I do it with everybody not just difficult people um, is that I I believe I think everybody is like beautiful like it doesn't matter who you are like you are you not only inwardly uniquely created but like outwardly like I'm an artist too so like mm-hmm. I just you guys are freaking beautiful you are amazing um and so I always find even strangers I will mm-hmm. just find one thing about them um when it's with friends it'll be you know it won't be so shallow like an outward appearance mm-hmm. like um <clears throat> like a fresh haircut or I like the their curly hair mm-hmm. um it'll actually be like a character aspect or something like that and I'll find that one good thing about everybody mm-hmm. and I'll focus on that so when we talk to th- when I talk to them um that's like a point of of talking to them so like uh some people whenever you get a fresh haircut i'm always the person that notices if you get a fresh haircut or a new pair of pants or just something new to your appearance or just the vibe you're getting off and and i'll mention it and i'll compliment it yeah um i don't know so i think i'm like aware just because i'm so curious of all of god's creations and i think they're so beautiful so Mm -hmm. you know I don't know. That's, that's something that I do. And that, yeah. that helps me with difficult people because then it's like a challenge because they're obviously difficult. They're being <laughs> punks right uh-huh. now. So then I find that one thing and then I like compliment them on it. Yeah. And, and I, 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 I listened. Yeah. Yeah. Disarms them. And then I listen to what they're interested in. And, um, now this is not a Christian book. What whatsoever, but there's this, uh, book called, and my, my husband. So I used to be not abrasive, but just rough around the edges, you know? And mm-hmm. th- I think that just comes with maturity is for sure getting not so rough. Mm-hmm. Um, but this book was called, uh, how to win friends and influence people. Oh, <laughs> my, I've husband, heard that book. <laughs> my husband just handed it to me like 15 <laughs> years ago and was like, read this. And so, well, you know, I read it and a lot of the principles that it talks about, uh, unknowingly to that author were actually just things in the way that Jesus told us in the Bible to treat people. Mm-hmm. So like, um, it speaks to our humanity, meaning like the, the first law or thing is that there's no sweeter sound to somebody than the sound of their own name. Mm-hmm. So when I meet people, if they have a name tag and I'm like at the store, I'll say, thank you, Joe, yeah. uh, Joe, or thank you, Regis. <laughs> what, I don't know why I said Regis, <laughs> but <clears throat> like I'll use their name. And mm-hmm. when somebody hears somebody else saying their name, mm-hmm. they automatically like, like perk up. Like, do they know me? Yeah. They know, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, and so and there's a bunch of other things, but I, I've used that to just disarm people and get to know everybody because I, w- I want to be friends with everybody. Yeah, you do a good job of that too. I, 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 that's you. one thing I appreciate. You always say my full name and I appreciate that because it can Satricia. be intimidating, but you, you've, you've always said it. Satricia. It was that three syllables. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to put in a sentence sometimes because yeah. I'm, a, I'm a quicker. I'm uh-huh. like, do, do, do. I'm like, anyway. Got to take some minute, but I appreciate your effort. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so approach people with knowing that with a from a place of humility mm-hmm. um check your boundaries meaning make sure you have safe boundaries because you don't want toxic people kicking your butt yeah um and look for one good thing in people yeah and then ha- try and build up the skill of being self-aware to know how 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 you are contributing to that person being difficult or those situations becoming difficult and if it's an area that you can adjust and change in the spirit 
is game. I mean, that's what that's what it's that's what he's doing. He is working to change you and develop you. And we have to understand that this is a lifetime game. Mm -hmm. This isn't like we're we're never going to be difficult um, or we're we're never going to be perfect at dealing with difficult people. No, no, no. You're going to be great with one difficult person. You're going to suck with another difficult person Mm -hmm. because there's so many different ways of difficult. So the best you can do is adjust in real time and come with a posture of humility of not knowing their story and knowing your own story and that Jesus still loves you. Yeah. And I think that's all we can do for sure. All right. Well, ladies, that was a talk. That was, that was a talk. And we agreed. We did. Is this like the first episode we've agreed on everything? It might be. Oh, wow. (laughs) Wow. We just made history. 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 Messy faith history. (laughs) All right. All right. Well, ladies, we will see you next week. Same time, same bad channel. Yep. All right, all right, all right.